Gentlemen, hi, welcome. I just finished, well actually I didn't watch all of it. I had company and they wouldn't let me watch it. But the last resort just ended. I know you guys were watching that. So hopefully you guys can head on over to our live. So we can discuss what happened on this episode. Hi guys. So the last resort just ended and we're gonna talk about the other way. They didn't give us Brandon and Mary this week. I think they wanted to let our nerves calm down a bit. So, but we did get a lot of Kimberly and I think Kimberly has been one person that has been working everybody's nerves. Like this episode for me was really difficult watching Kimberly and how she behaves. So let's wait on Kara and Dee Dee to get in here so we can jump in, right? Let's just jump into this swimming pool of craziness tonight. Susie, hi, Myra, hi. Um, Nikki, hi, Kara, hey, Christy, Judith, hey guys. All right, so Kara, where'd you go? Oh, there you are. Kara. Hey, Myra. Oh, I see Dee Dee. Dee Dee's here. All right. Uh, all right, except Dee Dee. All right, everybody. I should be here now. Hey. 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 Hi. How's the crew tonight? Good. good. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm drinking tea. I feel like I'm getting sick. I'm like the only person that can get sick. It's 100, 100 degrees outside. I'm going to get sick. Like, so I'm trying to drink tea to counteract it so I don't actually get sick because I feel like it's coming. But I'm good. I'm good. I'm not complaining. It could be worse, right? Yeah, everybody around me is sick, so I'm avoiding everybody. Right? I feel the same way. Wait, when I hear people coughing or if I if I'm in line at the store and someone starts coughing, I'll go get in a different line. Like <laughs> take that shit somewhere yeah. else. Right? Like I cannot get sick. Like whatever you have, take that shit somewhere else. I yeah. can't do that. Me. So we're on episode ten. Yeah. Uh, um the other way. It's crazy, right? Yeah. I know. Okay, so no Brandon and Mary this week, but we got a lot of crazy cuckoo shit tonight, yeah. right? Because we had Holly and Kimberly and everybody was just acting crazy tonight. And I was just like, where do we go from here? Because I had so much, I was tweeting up a storm. I probably tweeted like 400 times in that hour. I was, everybody was just pissing me off. So I was like, I don't even know where you guys want to start. Because this episode, there was just so much. Like if we go into the Holly and Wayne thing, it's going to be a minute. So if you want to start there, I'm down, but it's going to be a while. I don't care where we start. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, wherever you want to start. I'm good. So <laughs> Wayne finally comes clear or comes clean about his finances. Okay, so the first thing he said was he had um, a bank loan against his, well, he didn't say a bank loan. He said a business loan. And I think that it's not a bank loan because he said he has people down his back. So everyone on Twitter was like, so is this like a mafia type loan? Is this like, because I was like, we're not talking about Chase Bank. Because Chase Bank does not come, like, beat down your door and threaten you. So I was like, I'm assuming that he went and borrowed money from somebody shady, right? Because I was like, the way that he explained it, and he's like, I got that to worry about. I have these people coming after me for this loan. And I was like, well, in America, you know, they're going to call you a lot. They're going to call your job. They're going to mail you some letters. But they are not going to, like, come after you, right? Like, yep. that's not how it works. So I think that, yeah, Donna, a gangsta loan. That's what I think we're talking about here. It's a gangsta loan. And I think that... Holly is a bit freaked out. And I know everybody's like, I don't care about Holly. But I do feel like in this situation, she was not given the information 
about his finances because she was like, well, why wouldn't you tell me like you were having these issues before I got here? Hey, Jamie. Hi. And go ahead. Oh, I just said hi, Jamie. Oh, oh and I think that in my mind, I've always felt like withholding information to get people to go somewhere is basically kidnapping, right? I mean, yeah. I could be wrong, but if she knew what was going on, like if you knew a situation was bad, you wouldn't put yourself physically in it. So telling someone that everything is okay to lure them to where you are, I consider that kidnapping because if she would have had that information before she got on the plane and packed up her stuff and quit her job and left everything that she had going on in her life, she would have made a different decision. So I definitely feel like she has a right to be pissed off. But I do think that she was under the impression that he was going to give her this lavish lifestyle too. Like I did get that. She's like, so what does that mean? Is this like, I'm not going to get the life that we discussed? And I was like, well, what life did she, did they discuss? Like we didn't get a backstory on that. What does she think was going to happen? Because if this guy was a millionaire, right? Like, yeah. I feel like she would have known that ahead of time. He's a plumber. He has his own business. He works very hard, very respectable. But I don't think that he's got millions of dollars to just be throwing around. And you know, in South Africa, everything costs more because their money is worth less. So it's like, even though in his, by his standards, he's doing well, by our money standards, what she's accustomed to, he's still not going to be able to give her everything she wants. Yeah, she thought the drugs were free. <laughs> That's what people were saying on Twitter. They were like, now who's going to pay for her drugs now? Yep. Because exactly. that was like, they were like, that's what she's really freaking out about. It wasn't about the wedding. It wasn't about a dress. It wasn't about the honeymoon. She was thinking like, well, who's going to get my pills, yep. right? Like, who's going to do that? Because you made it seem like we were going to be fine. Now we're not fine. And it's like, well, how does a bank loan work? So if a bank loan defaults, can they take your business? Like, I mean, if it wasn't a bank loan, like, how does that work? Because it's not a personal loan. If it's like a shark loan. I mean, they can take, they all obviously already took his freaking dog. So wait, you think the people who keep breaking into his house are probably connected to this loan? Yeah. See, that was yeah. something that crossed my mind because it seemed very personal to take away his dog was very personal. Yeah. Cause I was like, a burglar doesn't care about you. They don't care about your family. They don't care about anything, but your belongings, whatever is worth something. When somebody takes something like for ransom or a child or a dog, or something that is very personal. They want to get back at you. They, so I think you're right. I think that this loan shark is she's probably really is in danger. Like when she was saying, I feel like I'm not safe. These people that want this money could come back to his house at any time and they could take her. Yeah. Like if they really wanted to, and she didn't even know what she was getting herself into. Especially that's probably why that's probably why he's having all them break ins because they're wanting it, they're wanting their money. Or their drugs back. Well, right. Like, I don't, I'm, I'm so confused by him because he says that he has like a, a kosher job, you know, everything is legal, but then he was building like this, um, what was it, a pepper spray system yeah. for his garage. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, if you just work a regular nine to five, you're not a rich guy. What do you need all of this protection yeah. for? Like, because if eventually if people keep breaking into your house and they don't find anything, <laughs> they'll eventually move on to the next house. Right, yep. they won't keep coming back to your house because they remember the last two times you didn't have anything. So it's making yep. me wonder, what does he have in that house? What is he doing that he's not telling everybody about? Because if somebody breaks in your house two or three times in less than a year, you have something specific that they want. Yeah. And the word is getting around the neighborhood that you have it, right? He's got the booger sugar, 100%. <laughs>
<laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Like I, now that I know that there's a lone shark after him, everything is starting to make more sense yeah. because he made it seem like these were just random break-ins. It was just random. It happens in the neighborhood. There's nothing you can do about it. No, I think this is very, very related to something that he's done or some money that he owes someone. He's just not coming clean. And when he was trying to come clean, I wonder how much did he actually tell her versus how much is really going on. Yeah. Right. That was another thing. Cause I was like, this is probably only 20% of what's really going on. This is just so he can tell her something. So if someone does kick in the door next week, he doesn't have a whole lot of explaining to do. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's got forty thousand dollars in Bitcoin too, right? So he invested yeah. it in Bitcoin. But okay, so yeah. I'm not like smart on that. If you invested in it, you can't like take it out. Like you it has to sit there, right? You can't like use it. He never invested in Bitcoin. So you, you think that he probably lost it at a casino or something stupid? Probably. Or on Or they're spending on drugs. On drugs. <laughs> Or maybe he bought the drugs with intent to sell, and then the people broke in the house and sold, stole the drugs. And that's probably where all of this shit is starting, because the people, you know, when you buy drugs from people, you don't, you don't give them the drugs back, you give them money. So he probably is going to sell them, and then somebody broke in and stole them, probably the same people that sold it to him, because you know how shady people are. And now they're and then, coming after him for money. And then Holly came in and used it all, and he's like, now what? Now I have to say it was Bitcoin. <laughs> In, in less than a week? Well, oh my God, that's a this lot. Is not her first time there. Well, yeah, yeah, that woman's on something. I mean, even whenever she talks, she doesn't even talk straight. Like she does, she don't talk normal. Yep. It's and then whenever she's looking, like looking at him, it's like you can tell she's on something. I don't know what it is, but, but she's on something. You're yep. right, Nikki. You're right. This story has spiraled. This is like turned into an episode of Snap. I think that we've gotten way too um, creative with what's going on with this. We should, we're, we're getting off topic. So he I think we're owes, not wrong. I mean, yeah, we're probably not wrong. He owes money to somebody and somebody's coming after him. And he thinks that a pepper spray system is going to save him. Don't think that's the case. Like if you owe the mob or the mafia money, it don't really matter what you do. The police can't even help you at that point, right? Like. At that point, those people are after you and there's nothing that you can do. I just hope that that's it. That's exactly it. You said it right there. So if somebody keeps breaking into your house even over and over and they don't find anything, you're still going to call the police. Yeah. But if somebody keeps breaking into your house over and over and keeps stealing your drugs, you're not gonna call the police. You're going to install a pepper spray system. Well, right, because you can't call the police and say, Hey, these people just broke in and stole like a shit ton of drugs out of my garage. And they're gonna be like All of my illegal shit. Right. <laughs> and you can't file an insurance. And how am I claim. Gonna, how am I gonna explain that to my fiance? She can't get her drugs. Right. <laughs> right. And you can't file an insurance claim because they're gonna say, Sir, we don't cover drugs. Yeah, That's so not part of like your property, so we, we can't reimburse you for like forty thousand ounces of I don't know. See, I don't I, even know how drugs work. Is it ounces? Is it pills? I don't know. I, I'm not versed. How it works either, but I can tell you as an insurance agent, we do not cover your drugs. See, <laughs> I, I assumed as much. I assume once yes. you get into that line of work, you're self-insured, right? Yes. You're self-insured. You just gotta make sure you can protect your own stuff because nobody else is gonna help you do that. That is correct. Here. So, wait, I don't want to go into Kimberly yet because ugh, she's a shit. 
this this girl, right? Like, man, I just want to throw shit. Okay, so I want to. Well, let's go into something fun first. So Kenny took Armando to um a strip club for the first time. Well, he said it was a gay club, but it definitely was a strip yeah. club because there was very very little clothing on this person in this in the club. And Armando was like, oh, I don't know what to do, but he he seemed to do really well. He figured it out pretty quickly on what to do. And I thought it was interesting that it was his first time ever going to a gay club. I was like, wow, that's crazy because he's married. You know, he's living the lifestyle of a gay man. I was like, why wouldn't you go out and do sociable things? Because, you know, straight people, they go to literally a bar every other night. Yeah. So I was like, I, it sucks to me that he's not able to live the life that he wants to in, in Mexico. He's not able to be himself. Or it's, it's not necessarily he can't because there were other people there, but he doesn't feel comfortable yet. And that bothers me because- in I, small town raising his daughter. So right. he can't, he just can't be seen at the bar every night when you're you know you're already standing out because you're a gay couple raising a daughter and you're already nervous about it you can't just be the gay couple that's at the bar every night that would be even worse See, but i love love this side of armando totally different side loved it i didn't know that armando could be fun at all yeah. So, I mean, he's like serious and he's funny, but he doesn't seem fun. Yeah. So seeing him have fun and just let go and relax was nice because I feel like they're, they're like really intense. Like Kenny and Armando are like serious all the time, yeah. right? Like they're not, even when they're trying to have fun, they're still being serious and responsible. Sometimes you just need to get drunk and act a fool. Yeah. You know, that's just, just, just to be human, right? You need to go out once a week, get drunk and just act like you have no sense. Just don't get arrested, right? Just don't get arrested, just have a good time. But I, I saw that side of him and I was like, good for him. Maybe him and Kenny will bond and they'll be able to, to communicate better and yeah. understand each other better. Cause I know Kenny has said many times that he's gotten to live that lifestyle. He's been able to go out, go to bars, date around, just be openly himself. But he's and I feel like- Twice as long as Armando. Right. Exactly. He's he's experienced this and I love that he's helping Armando experience that too because it's very important that because Armando's late to the party, right? He's late in the game. He's he's starting out late, so he has a lot to catch up on. And I'm just glad that he has somebody there. So I think Armando never would do something like this by himself. I get that feeling like he would have never I also feel like there's a piece of Kenny that's like, Oh shit, what did I start? Because well, Armando it, was like, Is there more? Are there more? Well, right. I know, like, right? And then he was it? saying how he secretly was enjoying it. So that's in the secret. Everybody could tell that he was having a good time. See, like, okay, Donna's like, I think he's a closet freak. See, Kenny might have opened a box here, right? Like he might have opened Pandora's box and now he's not gonna be able to control him. Do you know how they say a preacher's son, preacher's daughter, you know, you open that box and you don't know what's gonna happen. Yep. So I think that this won't I tweeted this earlier. I was like, this will not be this was his first trip to the strip club but it will not be his last it's yes. so, like i see a jovi 2.0 in the <laughs> making i feel like this will be something that they do together a lot and i mean i think it's totally healthy and fine to go with your significant other jovi was going without y'all yeah that was the right so if he's gonna take kenny with him i don't see nothing wrong with that yep i think it's gonna be good mm -hmm. for him. oh yeah I and, um tj's like look um what would we do if we don't have babies see this is a good way yeah. For Amanda yes. to be like, well, we couldn't go out and go to the club and get drunk and have fun and watch naked strippers if we had a baby. Because Hannah goes with her grandma every six weeks, which is really interesting because when I was a teen, well, not a teen, like younger than a teen, 
I went and stayed with my grandmother every six, six weeks of every summer. So it was really interesting to hear that people are still doing that. I didn't even realize that people were still doing that. That's awesome. I, but I think it's more so like, obviously, if the grandparents don't live in the same town, which right. is way more. Yeah, my, I lived in Louisiana. My grandmother lived in Mississippi, right outside of actually like Memphis, Tennessee, like right um, like we're on the line of tennessee and mississippi so it was like an eight hour seven hour drive yeah i loved it my grandmother spoiled the hell out of me i i could do no wrong so it was like six weeks of heaven because when i went back to my mom she was always telling me no so i was like i love seeing my grandma (laughs) both of my grandparents lived in the same town and then i raised my kids in the same town as my parents and their other grandparents so it was never i mean like you want them for the weekend sure go ahead and take them but that was about it was never a long duration oh yeah it was six weeks my mom got to be like a a single lady for like six (laughs) weeks and when i got older and i thought i was like my mom was probably living her best life from like all of july into august because i was like she no kids just doing whatever i was like that must be really nice right and send me off for six whole weeks and know that i'm in good hands i was literally taken great care of she didn't have to worry i was like a lot of parents need that now, like to send yeah. your kids off for six weeks and just clean your house and go out and have fun and just not be a parent for like a day. Okay, so speaking of not being a parent, I want to jump into Shekinah, okay? Because we watched Shekinah and her daughter um, leave separate separate planes, but they were leaving at the same time. Her daughter was going to boarding school, and we learned tonight that Shekinah also went to boarding school and she was homeschooled before that. And I was homeschooled from like kindergarten to third grade. And then third to graduation, I went to private school. So I kind of understood. Um, and in 10th grade, my mom tried to put me in a boarding school. And we went for two days and we like stayed there and, and saw it. And then I literally fought her tooth and nail. Like, um, literally, like you've seen movies where they try to drag somebody. You want them. Like, I, I literally fought her. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm doing this. So I, I think it's interesting that she and her daughter both love boarding school because when I did visit one, there were kids who were like selling it. They were like, oh, you should come here. It's amazing. It's in, being independent. I wasn't trying to be independent. I was trying to be, you know, I was just trying to be a brat. So I totally get it. But I think that her daughter is hearing her more talk. Than- yes, she's so smart. Yeah. She has such a good head on her shoulders. I think that the boarding school has done wonders for her. I don't want to sound rude, but I think it's better that she's at a boarding school and not with Shekinah. I don't want to sound rude, but I feel like she is so smart and she was telling her mom wisdom. Like she was giving her mom advice that an adult would give another adult. So I was like, I feel like this boarding school, because when I was hearing about it before, I was kind of mad that Shekinah wasn't being more present. This might actually be the best thing for her daughter. So I feel like I'm going to renege on what I said. I was like, you know what? she's doing the best thing for her daughter because her daughter is is thriving she's going to be successful she's independent she has her own goals and she's not letting her mom's decisions influence her on who she's going to be she literally told her mom she's like i just don't want you to fall into the same thing as you're doing over and over because you know that's the definition of insanity date the same a-holes hope the a-holes aren't a-holes you know like i want you to see the error in your ways and we all agree and i feel like this guy is definitely an a-hole and yeah. it's gonna it's gonna end badly, but she has to see that for herself. She was so fake though when they when she's seeing her daughter off, her daughter gives her the word words of wisdom. That was it was such a cold hug. The daughter says all these words of wisdom, 
and the daughter's not getting choked up. She's like, yeah, I got to catch my ride. And then she's like, oh, you're going to make me cry. But, but I don't know if it was that she can't cry because there's so much plastic in her face so much <laughs> stuff, or what, but it seems so, it was not genuine. It was not from the heart. It was for the cameras. Oh, yeah. That's that. Yeah, you, you can tell it was all fake. You yeah. can tell. And then she was talking about how she's not, um, well, um, her daughter was saying how she wasn't, more, she wasn't like a mom. She was more like a best friend. Yeah. But a best friend that tells her what to do. So, so how do y'all feel about that? Do you think that it's more important to be a mom than, because I, I, I always said it's better to be friends with your parents when you're an adult, but your parents need to be your parents when you're a child. I always feel like that. But like once you turn 21, 22, 23, it's super healthy for you to be friends with your parents because they're not really that authority figure anymore. You can actually have conversations with each other. But when you're a child, it is best to have that person saying, hey, don't do that. I know the road that you're going down. I know where it goes. Don't do that. So do you guys feel like she should be more of a mom and less of like a bestie to her daughter? Yeah, of course. Of course. Especially in this day and time. Yeah, I think so because the dad is in another country her mom is like her friend that she calls every now and then and she only sees her every six weeks which i think mm -hmm. is crazy like this whole situation for me is insane but i don't like to judge because it's 2023 and there's so many different ways like my mom used to say there's a million different ways to skin a cat i don't know why we've said that but <laughs> you can do things so many different ways so i don't want to say that the way that she's raising her daughter is wrong because i don't know that i don't know them but it's just strange because I, I wasn't raised that way. You know, we weren't raised that way. We had our parents there and, you know, I got smacked in the face. When I decided to talk back to my mom, she smacked me in the face. Yep. So when I see the way people are doing things now, it's just, it's really interesting to me. I'm like, does this work? Is it, is there enough just, authority? What gets me is that's exactly it. It's 2023. I would never, ever, ever under any circumstance put my child on a plane in her teen years alone yeah. Yeah. while I got the plane and went to a different country. I yeah, just, even no. to chase after a man. Yeah, to chase Even because people like to judge Darcy. Darcy took her daughter to college. She got on the plane with her. She took her to college. She stayed a whole day and a half with her and then flew back. It's like, even people want to say, oh, Darcy, she's never around. She still got on the plane with her. And yep. Her, both she took both her daughters. Her one daughter was going to college, and she took her there. She saw her off, and I think that's so important to she show. She saw her farm room. She saw everything. She helped. Yes, her she home. met her roommate. Everything, and I think that's so important. You need to show that you're involved, that you care, because yeah. it's like I get that you want your children to be independent, yeah. but at the same time, they're still children. But, but that's yeah. also different too. Darcy still did that, and that was college. This is yes, yes. That was college. We're still talking high school. Yep. yep. Just sends her off. I just, I can't imagine doing that to I my know. kids. I just. Oh, I, and it's like, I don't want to judge nobody. You know, I don't want to judge nobody because I think everybody has their own way of doing things. But even Darcy was like, I'm not sending my little girl. Yep. And she was grown to yep. Arizona without seeing where she's going to be sleeping at night. So yep. that says a lot because, you know, Darcy has a lot that's important to her. But she still put her daughter right up there at the top of that list. And I respect the hell out of her for that because 
I didn't see that at all with Shekinah. Shekinah, if her flight wasn't leaving at the same time as her daughter, I don't even know if she would have went to the airport, right? Nope. She was only at the airport because her flight was leaving too. Yeah, she'd have been like, your Uber's here, give me a hug. <laughs> Hi. Right, like, have a good time at school. I'll see you in a couple months, right? Yeah. Like, that would have been it. And it's like, it just, it just makes me scratch my head. Like, it really does. Because the way that people are raising kids these days, it's it's really interesting. And I just wonder, is this, is this going to end well? You know, because it's like, you get one shot to mold that person into being a, a good, decent human being. And it's like, you got to take that shot very seriously. Because you never know how it's going to end up. Dan Mariska said that one of her parents did that and it was very hurtful. See, that's what I figured. And it's like, even if the children say they're independent and they like it, because her daughter's like, I love boarding school. It's done a lot for me. It's made me mature. But I think it's still hurtful to not have your parents there every day. Because I, I mean, I know boarding school is usually, let's say, also, usually. So, where was dad? Why wasn't dad there seeing her off also? I don't know, because she did. Yeah, move I thought he moved back. Yeah, he. He did move back and she met with him in California. So he was there. So yeah, I don't know. See, and I just have lots of questions. And it's his turn to parent for crying well, out loud. Right. It's tag your for him. He's it. Yeah. He's got a parent yeah. now and he wasn't so why, even there. Yeah. All right. So speaking of parenting, I want to jump into a little bit of Danielle and Johan because they are still on their baby kick. And Johan is trying to understand Danielle's disrespect towards a statement that she said about how his family raises kids. And she explained it as this. Now, I'm going to say this, and I know y'all are going to hate it. But she said she was a teacher for 20 years. So she feels that she's raised thousands of children. And she thinks that it's important um, the effort and time you put in to shape their future. And she doesn't know if his family is doing that. So how do you guys feel about her judgmental ass statement, first of all? First of all, <laughs> okay, this bitch, dude, I can't, you, you didn't raise thousands of kids for 20 years. I respect the hell out of teachers. I 100% do. But you taught them for a few months in the year and sent them on to the next class. Yeah. You didn't raise shit. You told them, go outside and play because the bell dinged. Go eat lunch because the bell dinged. See you later. Thanks for my apple. That's what you did. You didn't raise shit. So shut the hell up, Danielle. <laughs> oh, oh. I knew you were going to be mad. Okay, Didi, how do you feel? How do you feel about her explanation for what she said about this man's family? Well, first of all, you know, y'all know where I'm going. I would want to punch somebody in the face. <laughs> I mean, because nobody has... Everybody's got their own parenting skills. You know, every culture has their own parenting skills. But for her to sit there and and tell Johan that she's raised thousands of kids, well, no one in a lifespan can raise thousands of kids. There's no way possible. Second of all, um, she didn't even, from what I understand and what I've seen, I could be wrong, don't hold me to it, but she didn't even raise her own child. Yep. There you are. See. So how are you going to sit there and say, how are you going to sit there and say that you know how to raise a child when you haven't raised not one child yourself also, or someone else's parenting is wrong when you don't even know how to parent yourself? Children have good memories and bad memories with their parents. Yeah. I don't have a good 
good memory of any of my teachers. I mean, I can't say, I mean, I have a couple of teachers that were good teachers, but I'm not like, oh my God, without my third grade teacher, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I wouldn't know the math I do, but I think my parents <laughs> for that. Yeah, I think that that was a cop-out statement. And I gotta say, my mom is a retired teacher. She actually just turned 70 last week. And she's a retired teacher. She's been teaching as long as I was alive, as long as I have any memory of anything, she's been a teacher. And she does say that she makes a big impact Absolutely. in a lot of kids' lives. Like when I go somewhere with my mom in our towns, in the cities and towns where she's taught at, so many people just approach her and say, oh my gosh, Miss Mossy, I remember you, you're my teacher. She never ever said that she raised any of these yep. people. She does say that she had a big impact and people do approach her and say, oh my gosh, you helped me. I, I was ready to drop out or blah, blah, blah. And you, you convinced me that it was worth to stick with it or whatever. Yep. But that's one thing. But to say that you raised a whole bunch of kids. Oh, and on Twitter, someone said that her son, I think we all know this, he's a comedian and he literally does a stand-up act saying how stupid his mother is and how her actions are deplorable. Oh my God, I love him. I need to know who he is. I'll watch it every if, day. Um, so Somebody knows his Instagram or Twitter, send it to us Please. so we can get like some snippets of his act. I want to post it. But they said that he's a traveling comedian and they said that he has a 15 minute act. Well, it's like a 30 minute act, but 15 minutes of it is him saying that his mom is stupid and she dates like young guys and she needs to be ashamed of herself basically is what the act is. So if anybody knows, so that, um, this is, so this that, is Danielle's son. that knows how to raise a child. Yes. This this is what yeah. her son says about her to random strangers on a nightly basis in his act. And so yeah, this says she's raised nine hundred and ninety thousand more of those. <laughs> yes. I, I would like to talk to them and ask them how do they yeah. feel because her actual son that she gave birth to, he doesn't feel that way. So the fact that he was basically saying that about his mom and then she's saying this about other people who raised their children in a different country, by the way. The way you raise children is different in different countries. I, I think she should know that because she's been to so many countries. She's so well trained. Yeah. I think that she should understand that, but she's basically saying, oh, well, you yeah. guys don't just- Grace, pin that, George? Which one? Uh, oh, is that his name? Oh my God, y'all are fast. what? Mar I knew Mariska would have it in oh, a second. Oh my God, y'all are fast. Thomas- Send me that, send me that, um, Cara. Faith okay. Roller. Okay, I so can barely gonna, see my um. I can barely see comments tonight for some reason. So we're gonna um go on his page, and I'm gonna try to screen record some of his act and post it, so everybody can see what he's saying. Cause I somebody sent me a little bit of stuff on Twitter tonight, and I was like, this is her actual son. It's like get the hell out of here. This is how he feels about her. So I'm gonna go ahead and say that they're probably not on speaking terms based on what I heard him saying about her, but. How do you guys feel about the idea that they're still trying to have a baby even though they don't freaking get along? They can't you know, they they bring in a translator to re relay three sentences. So. Right, and they're going to raise a child together when they can't have three-sentence conversations with each other without a translator. And also, is is um getting a job like part of the deal? Because I feel like in order for them to make it, because I don't trust Danielle to just be able to take care of all of them if they had a kid, right? I feel like yeah. Johan would have to get in the mix and start helping as well. And he seems to be the one pushing for the baby. So it's yeah. like, I think in actuality, if he really wants that baby, he would have to step up and show that he's gonna help because this in vitro situation, if they don't do it naturally, this all costs a whole bunch of money. 
And it's like, he just keeps saying, I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. I want to have a baby. Show me the money. What, where, where's the money? Baby, Will you send me that link? Can you send me that link? I just looked him up on Instagram and I didn't find him. Well, I found one, but I don't know if it's him. If you would send me that link, I would appreciate it. Can I do that? I can't. Okay. I Someone send that to Car. I can't copy it. We got to yeah, find this think... guy because apparently there's things going on that we didn't know about. I knew that she had a son that was a comedian and I did hear that he talked about her on when she was in Love and Paradise. I didn't know that it was all negative. That's what I got. So now, Car. is it is him? Yeah. Okay, nice. Oh, he got to Oh, he has to approve you. Okay, yeah. so we're going to try to find some of his videos and see if we can't share that with you guys so you can get an yeah. idea of how he feels. Because this is someone personal to her who is telling us a little bit about her her past and who she is. Because, you know, she'll never give us that information on her own. Oh, shoot. Did y'all hear that thunder? It's like crazy. That's thunder. awful. Yeah, that was thunder. Okay. Wow. All right, so. It's private. But the one that I found only says he has six posts. So I don't that might not um, be it. Yeah. I think it's definitely going to be more than that. That might not be yeah. it. Okay. Thank you. But. you. Yeah. You guys are amazing. That was really fast. I thought we were going to be like working towards that. But. Oh, man. Damn, George. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. It's like really storming out here. I'm surprised I have internet. It's coming my way again, George. Yeah, it, it always it's leaves here. With you, it's coming my it way. It leaves here and it goes there. Right? I feel like it all Yes. That's <laughs> Okay, so who do we not talk about? Hold on. Let me check my notes. I know we gotta talk about Kimberly. That's, That's it. it. It okay, yeah. so I had no Brandon and Mary this week. Oh yeah. That's where I usually spend most of my time. So we didn't get no Brandon and Mary, but next in the preview we saw that she was pregnant already. Which yeah. that's questionable. He literally just got there. Yeah. Like, okay, like that's like a, a violent situation. Like yeah. now I'm starting to question everything, right? Like I don't want to call anybody a thought, but like come on now. Like yeah. they get there and then like tomorrow you're pregnant. I know like, totally different show, but I Violet's baby daddy, if she's pregnant, is the shirtless guy on the phone. Yeah, hey, that's Riley. probably that's probably who she lives with. <laughs> yeah. It has to be. All right, so Kimberly has decided that she doesn't want to be a part of TJ's family. Basically, she's she wants to marry TJ. She doesn't want to be a part of his family. And she kind of feels like Yash is the problem. But I think in actuality, the way that she acted when she got there, because she even admitted it half-assed, not like for real, but like when she was explaining it to her family, she was like, well, when I got there, we got into a fight and we were done and over with it, but his brother won't let it go. And his brother is stirring the pot and his brother is making it seem like I'm a bad person. But like his brother is just telling his family that you suck, right? Yeah. Like I was like, his brother isn't really like lying on you. He's not exaggerating on anything. He's not making it seem like you're a bad person. You kind of are. Like yeah. you were disrespectful to him in front of his family you were disrespectful to his family by screaming and cussing at him you basically cussed his brother out you basically like i can't think of anything she did right since no, she's been there he said tj said you know my mom's upset with this snowball effect essentially at first it was the apartment and then it was with yash and then it was with the jeans and it's like let's start naming all the things she's done right 
Ready? Go. And, and that's the list. Yeah. She <laughs> hasn't done anything right. And I think that, because I was, she was like, I'm going to go to a hotel to, since, because it's part of their culture. And I was like, that's where you should have went in the first place. I was like, if you wanted them to like you, you shouldn't have been around them. So I was like, the whole time she's been there, I was trying to think back of how many good moments that she's had with them and, and with um, TJ. And I couldn't think of any. Every time Zero. I see her, yeah, every time I see her, she has this bitchy look on her face and she's whining about something. Yeah. Like she hasn't been happy since she arrived. And I was like, is she one of those people that are incapable of being happy? Like no matter how good life is, she's gonna find something wrong and she's gonna nag and complain. Because I was like, what's really so bad? He built her an apartment, which she didn't have to do. She could be sleeping on the floor with everybody else. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. His own dad sleeps on the damn floor. Yeah. He built her an apartment. That wasn't good enough. If there, the doors weren't the right level, the baseboards weren't right. She didn't like that the bathroom had a window, even though you could just buy a damn curtain. Like everything about she her. She has curtains now. Did you notice she has curtains? Yes, but she had to curse TJ out first. Yeah. She couldn't just go to the she, door. She showed up. She caused all that drama. She started all of that drama. And now she wants to play the victim. Yep. Yes. That's exactly what it is. She feels like the family is attacking her. She didn't do anything wrong. They're being unreasonable and they're sectioning her out. They're picking on her. And I think but that- also, I think that she's using this and fueling the fire a little bit more because she's going, she keeps saying, I can't live like this. I can't live here. I can't live here. I can't live here. She's trying to get a different place because she's not happy with the one TJ built for her. Well, he can't afford another place because didn't no. he say that he spent all his money building that apartment? Yep. He can't afford another place. Like, where would this place come from? I don't know, but she's thinking that she's going to get her way somehow. Well, I think you're right. I think the more that the more that she doesn't get along and she causes turmoil in the household, she thinks that it'll be accepted that she can't live there and they're going to give TJ permission to move out with her. Yeah. I think that's the whole plan. Yeah. She's like, well, if I make it insufferable, if I make it so they can't stand to be around me, it's it's not a good place for them to live. They're not going to sacrifice their peace for me. Yep. But in actuality, this is India. They're not going to sacrifice for you. They're going to tell your ass to kick yep. rocks. Like they're not going to sacrifice. They're not going to change their ways and their culture because you're a hole. Yep. They're just going to say, we just don't want you and our family go back to America. Bye. Yeah. You know, they're not going to give TJ permission to move out. That's not how their culture works. They're going to tell you to leave, but he's yeah. not going to go anywhere. And, well, first of all, do you feel like he would go against his family? Because I feel like he wouldn't. I don't know. I'm on the fence there. Yeah, me too, because sometimes I think he's going to um, be on his family side, and then sometimes he looks like he's more towards Kimberly's side. Well, have you noticed when they're doing their little um, confessionals together, she'll talk and she'll say something ignorant and then they'll put pan the camera to him and he'll just be like i don't have anything to say just like I, when she said tonight his brother can suck my dick yes and then they panned over to him and he was just like i have nothing to say i don't even yeah. want to communicate next to this this yeah. this less than respectable she, human she's not causing no drama right. everybody's attacking her and she's done he, nothing wrong he made it Boo -hoo. Very Cry me a river. Very, very clear to her using that word, D I C K, yep. is extremely low and disgusting yep. in their culture. You just don't do it. It's disrespectful. It's nasty. It's vile. So, what does she do? She keeps using the word. Absolutely. Like, she's literally 
physically torturing these people yeah. and causing problems in their home. And then she sits there, she's like, I can't live like this. I can't be around this environment. I'm like, but you've created this hateful environment. No one hated anyone until you got there. You're the yeah. common denominator. Yeah. She's terrible. Yeah. She's just, I mean, everybody like welcomed her with open arms when she got there. And everything was fine. Everybody was happy until they went to the and, apartment. And she opened her mouth. Yep. And <laughs> Everybody liked her up. while her mouth was closed. And yep. then she opened her mouth and she showed her true colors. Not one person in the family can stomach her. The mom literally doesn't even like to be in the same room with this woman. Yep. She cannot stand her. She doesn't even bite her tongue. Yep. You know, like when we were watching Jenny and Submit, Submit's mom would she wouldn't say anything at all. She had a lot to say. She just kept it to herself. At this point, TJ's mom is just like, I can't stand her. Yep. I don't want her around. I don't want my son with her. I don't want her attitude around. Like she's just voicing exactly how she feels. And I think Kimberly thinks this is w winning for her. Cause like you said, she thinks eventually they're gonna say, well, you can be with her, but she just can't live here. We don't like her. I think like you said, I think that is her plan because her plan is, was never ever to live with his family. Yep. She always wanted her own place. She always wanted to be separate from his family, even though in that culture, that's basically asking him to disown his family. Cause once he does that, they're not gonna talk to him yeah. anymore. And it's funny because she's like, they want me to change my culture because it's not theirs. I was like, but that's kind of what you want him to do too. Yeah. You want him to ditch his family for you, knowing that that's against his culture. He's supposed to live with his mom literally until she takes her last breath. They're never supposed to break up as a family. Yeah. When, when you are in, when you are in a in a relationship with someone else with a different from a different culture or country, you need to change your ways a little bit to respect their culture. And they need to change their ways a little bit to respect your culture. Y'all have to meet in the middle. It has to be a 50-50, um, you know, 50, it has to be 50-50. If not, it's not going to work. I mean, she is like bad-mouthing, disrespecting, and cussing in a house that doesn't even belong to her. But so just imagine if they were to move in to the home that belongs to her, how much more disrespect she will toss out to um, his parents. Yeah. And her parents show up and they're super sweet, super supportive. And now they're going to go home and watch everything that's happened in their life. Yeah. But you know what? I kind of feel like they know her. Like, I feel like they have to know how she operates. Yeah. Like, I know that you're going to love and support your child, but you know, deep down, you know, like some of this, when they're telling you, like, when my daughter comes home from school and she's telling me how she got in trouble and I'm listening to the story and I'm like, some of this might've been on you. Like, I'm not saying that <laughs> yeah. you did it. I'm just saying, but I'm not, I don't, I just don't believe that you were minding your own business and the whole world just attacked you for yeah. no reason. Like some of this might've been on you. I know you and I know yeah. that your mouth can get you in trouble. Like, so some of this might be on you. I can't just say that your teacher doesn't like you or yeah. the kids at school, they're like, I was like, you might have played a little bit of a part in this. I'm not blaming you, but I'm just saying it's very odd to me that you were minding your own business and all of these people decided when they woke up that they were just going to bother you, right? Because right? I was like, Kimberly's telling the story and as she's telling it, well, I was just minding my own business and being respectful and nice. And then his brother said that I was horrible. And I'm like, Call your parents got to know. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly.
exactly what happened. You did nothing. Right. You literally were respectful and kind and, and sensitive to their culture. And he called you an idiot. And he told you to shut up. And, oh, did you see that he was trying to make amends? Yeah. Um, at the end, he was like trying to apologize. And she was like, well, I couldn't shake his hand because that means that I, I was saying that his behavior was acceptable. And I was like, well, your behavior wasn't acceptable. He was just trying to nip this shit in the butt and end it right here. Yeah. But since you're so petty and childish, you couldn't just do that. You had to be the last one with the last word. You have to win. Because yep. that's how she is. She can't let it seem like she was wrong. She has to always make it seem like she's right, even when she's wrong. And that's why she's been the way that she is this whole time. And I was like, what is TJC in her? Because that was my question tonight. Because I was like going back through the episodes in my head. And I was like, I'm trying to think of any moments of them together where I could really see that they were connected and they really understood each other. And I couldn't come up with any. Because no, I was like, none. what is, is TJC <laughs> in her? Other than they fight constantly, they don't get along. She has a vile mouth. Like she just says the nastiest stuff yeah. to everyone. She has no respect for anyone around. Like, can you yeah. imagine taking someone like that somewhere and they talk like that around people they don't even know? No. What's the same thing with what is Lizzie and Big Egg? Yeah. Right. That is a good question. You know what? These are the questions we're going to ask God when we meet him, right? Like, can you <laughs> explain this to me? Because he's like, what do you want to know? The meaning of life? I'm like, no, 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 no. I get that. And then God's like, I don't know. That's not my department. That's right. Not- You'll be like, see, that one, that one stumped me too. He'll be like, I don't get they that all either. Fell down. They're all down there. I have nothing to do with that. Because I don't get it at all. It's, no. it's so confusing. I was just watching the way, because they kept panning over to TJ's face as she just, you know, just went into her tantrum. Because she does every episode. She goes into her tantrum. She won't listen. She, she's unreasonable. She demands a res- she demands apologies. She demands responsibility. Like, and it's like he's looking at her and he looks so irritated and bothered and annoyed. And I'm like, why are you marrying her? Yeah. Like you see that this is how she behaves all the time. There's no recourse or, or break from her craziness. And it's like, why do you want to marry her? I was just trying to understand like when was the connection? Like maybe it was from the year that we didn't see them filming that they got along really well. But you know, a lot of that lately, like Danielle and Johan, there have been no, not even a little bit of affection. Oh, it's no. all been talk. Brandon yeah. and Mary literally sleep at opposite ends of the bed. Right. Well, it, I mean, I, I well but she's that. pregnant. So, but, I mean, you know, explain that after he's only been there three days, she's yeah. pregnant. Yeah. But then, you know, not, not the same show, but Violet and Riley and it's just there's so many that are just not even a little compatible i can't imagine that they're compatible on facetime because if you're if if she's a bitch in our country she's gonna be a bitch there like you don't just change because you cross the line well right there is no way possible kimberly is what what do you call them in english those um witty thing Diggers that they can tell the future and talk about the, oh, the yeah okay there's no way she there there's no way possible well, right. there's like, no way possible just like Danielle isn't what is Danielle says that she's um what powers did she say she had oh she's got all the powers though remember she <laughs> yeah. bought all these potions and she was I forget what she said it wasn't psychic she used a different word yeah I can't, Wiccan did she say Wiccan 
I don't remember. I, I, I don't want to say I, something that I it's not, but she's, she claims that she has those powers too. And I guess that you can just wake up one day and say you have them. There's not like a test that you have to take or anything. Well, I, I have guess... yet to see anybody. I have yet to see her powers and Kimberly's powers as well, because the um, couple of episodes ago, Kimberly said that her spirit guides was telling her that everything is fine, that she needs to calm down. She ain't calmed down. Then, she hasn't calmed down. And Danielle talking about um, planting the tree um, beside the river to have calm and peace and then to um, co um, kick a coconut off. See, I think <laughs> off that happened right like, what? I think that that happened right after Danielle fell off her broom. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's what that's what Johan said. Johan was like, she's a witch. He was like, that is completely against my culture and religion. You can't be a witch. Oh, wait. Kimberly says that Kimberly, wait, Donna says that Kimberly was in a few D-list movies. We're going to look into that because I didn't know that. We're going to look into that. See, what? Donna said what now? Kimberly was in a few D-list movies. She's an actress. So now I'm even more intrigued because what if her crazy tantrums are acting? Like now I'm even more intrigued because that type of stuff really catches me off guard because I think I'm re watching a reality show. I think I'm watching a normal person in their relationship. And then someone tells me that they're in a bunch of different movies. And it's like, now I'm beginning to wonder, is she on this show because it was a good casting opportunity? It could help build her portfolio. You know, is TJ in on it? You know, because a lot of people said that about Jen and Rishi. They were like, oh, Rishi's an actor, you know? So he was going to do the show with Jen regardless because this is going to help his portfolio because he's a model and an actor. So I always raise my eyebrow when I hear shit like that. Yeah, I do too. So what what was she in? I want to, wait, she has a whole I'm IMBD? What? What do you mean? Like lots of stuff? I'm looking. Like, are we talking lifetime movies are we talking like real movies i've never seen her in movies i need to know which right. i need to know which movies what snow white holy, holy shit you guys snow, snow white. white 2021 shallow end man bear rest area ghost finder and gato okay that's crazy what because i've seen i've seen most of those well, I ain't never seen those, so that's probably one. Well, Snow White. <laughs> Kimberly, just... Rochelle, Kimberly Rochelle is not only a clairvoyant, but also an actor, director, and writer. Okay. There's See, no now, freaking way. Come on. Now, this is crazy because now I'm she beginning to think. in several movies, including a titular role in a modern-day adaption of Snow White, has her own YouTube channel where she, sh where she shares holiday themed videos and does greeting cards this freaking list goes on here's the snow white trailer i don't know if anybody can see it but i'll let you see what it's on youtube you're not the boss of me actually i am i've been made your legal guardian until you become of age i'll go ahead and tell you this because there's nobody around if i killed your Diced him up into little pieces and covered him in sardinol and I fed them to those cats of yours. It's amazing how acidic their stomachs are. Nothing left. 
Hey, um, we're back. We're gonna just end it. I don't know. I think if the weather knocked my internet out, so it's back up now. So I just wanted to join back, um, so everybody can join and we can end the live. And then we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully weather permitting. It's like a horrible storm outside. We'll be back tomorrow and we're gonna talk about the last resort. Hey, 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 I'm back. Um, the storm knocked out the internet, not the power, just the internet, but it's back up. So I'm gonna try to get Dee Dee and Kat, um, Kara to join and we're gonna um, wrap it up and we'll be back tomorrow, hopefully if the weather is better and we'll have a talk of the last resort. I watched the first 20 minutes of it, but I haven't finished it. So I'm gonna watch the last resort soon, so. Hey, I, hi, so yeah, the storm obviously knocked my internet out because it's like basically a tropical storm. I don't, it's not, but it's, it's bad. But I was gonna say, um, I was just gonna rejoin real quick so we can finish up um, and end it properly. And then, but I don't know where Dee Dee went. I, I texted her, but I don't know where she's at. I don't know, but I found so much about Kimberly. It's insane. So, so what do you think? Do you think that she's just an actress? You think this is all BS? 100%, especially after the, just the three short little clips I watched. She's acting just like in these little clips that she's is on 90 Day. I'll send you some links. Yeah, I got we got to look into this because I definitely want to talk about this more because now the, her temper tantrums and her craziness and her over-exaggeration and blowing everything out of proportion makes a little more sense. Yeah. I feel like this is just part of her acting because I, I did cross my mind, like, who behaves the way that she does? Like, yeah. The way that she actually is. Oh, Dee Dee just texted me. Oh, she texted me the link to Danielle's son. We have to talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so much stuff we need to do. Okay. So tomorrow when we do the, the last resort at the end, we're going to talk about whatever else that we found out about these, um, especially with Danielle's son and his comedy act. And then with Kimberly and apparently her entire career, she did talk about her YouTube channel. Yeah. I do remember her saying that she like wished people happy birthday and she made videos. I got that. But the fact that she's a whole actress with like a legitimate IMDB or what do you call that? IMDB. That's crazy. But so is Cleo. Wait, wait, Cleo's an actress? I thought that she just did commercials. Uh, hey. She's listed as an actress. I was reading no. up on um, Danielle's son, so I found an interesting article. So yeah, I saw you. You went live again. Yes. <laughs> so I said Cleo has an IMDB too. Wait, who does? Cleo. I thought she just did commercials. So she's an actress? She does. Yeah. She's acting um, and she's a model as well. So now I think that TLC is just casting actors now. And that, that kind of bothers me because I don't want to watch actors. I want to watch real people in real situations. That's is the whole reason like why I got into the show. I'm just, wow. I'm absolutely just mind blown right now all right yeah so i mean that i i couldn't i mean because y'all know that i do my acting i do my modeling and stuff as well but i would never like why would i want to be on a show or something like that just to get more followers or something i mean if people's going to follow me they're going to follow me because they want to follow me not because i'm on you, you see what i'm saying that's stupid and you know what else baffles me is she's like an actress kimberly but she only has like 1100 followers on instagram 
So, yeah, she's not that good. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. See, I don't know. This whole thing is is blowing my mind. So it makes more sense now, though, because I, I didn't think that a person would act the way that she did. The way that she screamed at him over that apartment and the baseboards in the window. I get now that she's acting and this is part of her plan to act. You know, oh, oh Chris yeah. says bad oh, acting. Leah <laughs> has got 19,000 followers, but Kimberly's only got less than, I mean, less than 1,500, less than 1,200. Interesting. So, and she was in Snow White. Okay. Yeah. So she's not that good. Oh, Donna said she's a Sharknado type of actress. I can see that. She's yeah. in the movies that nobody saw. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> a great actress, but she's I mean, she, she's an actress, though. I mean, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm impressed, but that's, that's interesting. I, I think that we've been finding out a lot of things about people that have been cast lately on the shows that they've been doing a lot of acting. I found out, you know, I watched the other TLC shows, too, and I love a mama's boy and then like extreme sisters. I found out a lot of stuff about people that they have been doing Hollywood acting and stuff in the past. And then they got cast on these shows. And I'm like, did you really get cast on this show or did yeah. you plant yourself on the show? And was it part of a, a plan? You know, it, it makes you wonder. And it's like, if TLC is going to start putting actors on our, on our shows, it's like, is it really worth watching anymore if they're just making up shit for us to get into? Like, Literally. I want to go back to the real stuff, like Danielle and Muhammad and Nicole and Azin, you know, like the real drama where literally nobody was acting. This was just two people who never were meant to be together, you know, yeah. who are together. Like, that's and they, what they weren't see. reading off of them cards neither. Right. So they, it was really them. Yeah. I miss that. That's when I really was into the show. I literally, I would plan, if I had shit going on, I would leave parties early. I would leave stuff early because I wanted to watch the show. I didn't yeah. want to DVR it. I wanted to watch it. That's how much I was into the show. And if they're going to start planting actors on the show and creating fake drama, I don't even know if it's worth it anymore. I want to see real drama with real people. Oh, someone says Caesar claimed he was an actor too. See, I remember that. And then when we looked into it, we found out that he hadn't been in anything. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember everybody was like actor and what and yeah. he said that he modeled and did commercials and we couldn't find nothing oh yeah yeah angela and her mari povich appearances i do remember that yeah angela was on there like three times yep. yeah she kept saying that um taking her daughter saying that um her daughter's husband or boyfriend wasn't the wasn't father the of the children. And, he was. <laughs> yeah. and he was and he was i know yeah. and it was crazy we ain't been able to get rid of angela since <laughs> She's been on there, and she, we're about to watch her tonight on The Last Resort. Like, she's she's not going anywhere. She was chasing. Wait, did y'all watch The Last Resort yet? I haven't oh, watched it yet. Never mind. I'm not going to. Okay, we're going to stop it right there then, because I did watch some of it. So we're going to stop it there. Okay, we're going to come back tomorrow night. We're going to talk about The Last Resort, and we're going to talk about whatever time we have left over. We're going to talk about Kimberly and Danielle's son, and we're just going to get more into this that we're chipping on the iceberg right now. So we're going to do a little more research and talk about that tomorrow night. Hopefully the weather doesn't kick me off again. But thank you for joining us, everybody. Thank you to my co-host, Car and Didi. Make sure you're following them both. They're tagged in this video. Um, there's going to be two videos, obviously, because we got cut off. So they'll be tagged in both. Um, make sure you follow me on um, all social media platforms at georgemossygeorgemossy.com. And anywhere you get your podcast. By the way, I heard Osama, is he wasn't affected by the earthquake. Oh, that's good news. That's good news. Oh, good. Osama's okay. That is good news. 
I just Wait, saw that comment. Debbie, Osama's okay. Osama. So Debbie, that's probably Osama. where Debbie is. Wait, what happened? Are we talking about Debbie's Osama? Yeah, Debbie's Osama. He's from Morocco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Debbie's... apparently he's okay. So Debbie is probably over the moon happy about that. All right, guys. Oh, am make, I? Right. <laughs> make sure you guys are um, following me at georgemossi.com and anyway, it's your podcast, George Mossy Show. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to all of you guys tomorrow night for the last resort. Bye. Bye.